Hi everyone and welcome to yet another episode of Learn with Lo. Hi Johan. Hi. How have you been? Fine. Are you enjoying your time off? Yes. So reading more books or watching lots of TV? Which one? Both. Both. Hmm. And no homework. Uh, I I do homework also. Okay, very reluctantly, but well, good to hear that. Um. So uh, last episode we spoke about the periodic table. We introduced you to what the periodic table is about and how it's a set of elements and how we have 118 elements in the universe how they've been discovered and put together in this rows and columns uh, for you to understand this episode we're going to look at the different categories of elements we're going to start with um so if i can just request you to have a periodic table if you could look at it visually then on the left hand side we're going to start from the left hand side and we're going to start with which category of elements johan alkali and alkali earth did you just say alkali alkali or alkali and alkali earth alkali Okay all right um okay so can you tell me which are the elements that uh, belong to this category on the alkali metals it says lithium sodium potassium calcium rubidium and no no again okay <laughs> sorry there's an error then say again lithium sodium potassium rubidium cesium and francium and in the alkali earth we have beryllium magnesium calcium strontium barium and radium Yum 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 my god now there's yum in my tum okay time to get something to eat i think ha huh? digressing let's come back to the periodic table uh johan i noticed that sodium uh we say sodium but in the square it has na written on it so what does what does that mean it's a code name or known as chemical symbol symbol yeah. which which one what you mean the na is a code name yeah no yeah Okay, I'll tell you. So, so you know, NA is a short form for the full name in a different language than English. Okay, so NA is like sodium for a different language, but but in English it's known as sodium only. Oh, okay. So, for example, I know this about tungsten that uh, tungsten we actually use the symbol W, right? Yeah. Yeah, but obviously tungsten begins with T. But I know that's because W comes from the German word Wolfram, and in English it's known as tungsten. So basically, when and how people discovered or found the element, they would have given it a name in their language, Greek, Latin, German, French, and in English it's probably known by sodium. Oh, any others? Any others? Okay. So basically, Na stands for just to. repeat that na is a code name or the chemical symbol and again the numbers on that uh, column if i look at um, what about say lithium lithium has 3 written on the left hand corner on top while it has 7 below what would that mean what would 3 stand for 3 stands for how many protons an atom contains and 7 stands for how every an element is meaning that it has a a uh, four protons or three protons if it's number 7 and th- and three pro three protons or four protons if it's if it three protons and fine there are three okay, once again i'm a little confused and i think you've gotten a little confused let's do this again so if it's number 7 7 would be the atomic mass right yes. okay and if three would be the protons 
Yes. So now the atomic mass would be uh, protons plus neutrons. Yes. So if there's three protons, it means it has four neutrons. Yes. Am I right? Yes. Okay, I think I am. I'm not sure. So that's how we get seven, which is the atomic mass. Now, uh, what does the atomic mass mean? What does it tell us about the element? It tells how heavy an element is. If it has a very high one, if it's it very heavy, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But if it has a very low one, it's very light. And I think you wanted to tell me about specifically about one particular element, which is the first element on the periodic table. Yeah, hydrogen. Hydrogen is one on both sides. This is because it has no neutrons. And it's extremely light, is it? Yeah, it can, you you will, you will not be able to reach your hand. It'll just float away. Yeah. Uh, uh, coming back to alkali and alkali earth, I do know that there's another name for these metals. Is it? Yeah. The they're called elements which fit unbanned or reactive metals. Reactive metals. Are they saying that they react with other things? Yeah. When when they react with other things, they they sometimes explode or bang. Or have a fizz-like yeah. effect. Yeah. Right. Okay. So let's see. What about potassium? What happens uh, to potassium if you put potassium into the water? It will burst into flames. Ah, my. That's scary. Uh, what about salt or any? So not salt. I'm sorry. Any sodium. What about sodium? It floats. Fizzes shooting around the surface of the water. Not dangerous. Just floats. Ah, okay, interesting, interesting. And uh, what about um, okay, uh, what about uh, case? Uh, what what is it? Cesium? Yeah. What's the word? Yeah. What about cesium? It makes the whole container explode. Mm. Okay. Now I see something very interesting. Uh, what happens when sodium reacts with chlorine? They form salt. And that's called NaCl, and that's what we use when we're eating, right? Yeah. Hmm, nice. Alright, so they basically form into compounds. Okay. Uh, can you tell me some interesting fact of some of the elements uh, in in this table? Okay. In the table of this table, you see that some reactive metals in your body are used to stay healthy. Uh-huh. But not in a pure form or they explode. You need sodium to keep your muscles working. You need potassium to keep your nerves sending messages to your brains. You need calcium, calcium to strengthen your bones and teeth. Yes, but what you're saying is that we can't have it in its pure form. It has to be mixed with something. Only then it is safe for our body, right? Yes. Okay. Now let's um, let's talk about um, you know something about radium. I think radium is very cool. When I was a kid. I remember radium stickers were very possible and we used to stick them up on the walls and look at it in the night. I think for you it's called glow in the dark. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what radium was for us. So anything interesting about radium? Yeah, radium is also used to glow in the paint, glow in the dark, glow in the dark hands, hands on watches or clocks. Yes. But the woman who painted them are known as radium girls, but most of them became very ill from licking the paint brushes from into red as point into a point, as radium is poisonous. You mean they had no idea that it was poisonous and they were just licking it? Yeah, they thought it was like food, some liquid thing which is sticky and love to eat. Mm. Rubidium and cesium are used in atomic clocks. What's an atomic clock? It, in most 
atomic clocks are the most accurate clocks in the world that you, means they, you mean it's not like the clocks we have at home yeah it's more it's very very correct it does look very correct time okay okay hmm. energy energy jumps around inside rubidium and cesium atoms exactly for once a second so they use they are used to measure time Oh, you mean to say they bounce around for exactly, exactly one second, so we cannot go wrong with the time, with measuring time, right? Yes. Aha. Okay. You know we're running. Talking about time, we're actually running out of time. So, um, can you tell us in the next episode we're going to talk about the next category, which is what? Uh, it's known as hard shiny metals, or also known as transition metals. transition metals okay people please be tuned to that we will speak to you more about transition metals in the next episode of the periodic table of learn with you thank you yohan for joining us yes 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 and thank you and we'll see you again yes we will listen to you again thank you Okay take care everyone and like this is stay safe and stay home